0: Welcome to Rise from the Ashes. Our podcast looks at various issues for families. We'll be talking with attorneys about personal and legal concerns having to do with divorce, custody, and parenting time. There are also a few topics about letting go, moving on, and new beginnings. Please keep in mind this podcast is only to inform and help to understand legal and personal issues as they relate to family law. It should not be considered as a replacement for a qualified family law attorney. When in doubt, please contact a professional. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Rise from the Ashes. I'm David Braddock, I'll be your host, and we're talking today with Susan Mundall of Mundall Law. Susan, I understand that today's podcast, you want to talk about something that's rather close to your heart.
1: I do, David. I was asked recently if I had any blogs for adult children of parents who are divorced and I realized I hadn't written on this subject even though in my own life my parents were divorced in 1973. I was 17 years old, and it completely destroyed the world that I knew, and I had to remake my own life after that point in time. Then what followed was 40 years of my parents keeping that divorce front and center in every conversation we had, and it made very difficult for me and my siblings to have to go through that. And it wasn't until dad passed five years ago at the age of 96 and mom passed four years ago at the age of 87. It was finally after mom died that I realized, oh, thank God, that divorce is finally over. As bizarre as that sounds, it's really true. And a part of what I do as an attorney doing divorces is I want to make sure the divorcing parents I deal with recognize that their children have feelings and that it will affect their entire adult life. But specifically, I want to talk to you young people or old, those of us who have been children of people who divorced, and give you some of the wisdom I have learned over the years.
0: What is it that you specifically would like to share on this topic?
1: The first thing I want to tell all children of divorced parents is, it's not your fault. These two people got together, they dated, they courted, they fell in love, and at one point they decided to get married. They didn't necessarily ever decide that they were going to have children or even get pregnant and certainly not raise human beings. It's important to realize that now as an adult, you're here due to their actions as adults. Their divorce is not your fault. If you were created on purpose, and some are, then it must feel doubly harsh that your parents are splitting up. They've fallen out of love. They're disillusioned. They felt abandoned themselves or betrayed by their partners. And the result is of these two adults, they turn in on themselves and they're focused on their own pain, their own anger, their own sadness, their own frustration. Unfortunately, you are a victim of that in the divorce. And I'm very sorry for that. So that's my first bit of understanding for you to develop is it's not your fault.
0: Is there a kind of sympathetic pain these children of divorce will experience?
1: Oh, absolutely. As I'm talking to the hundreds of families that I've dealt with, you see it all the time. Kids will act out. Sometimes they're acting out and sometimes they're going inside. So you see sadness, you see anger, you see depression. The important point I want to make is it is normal for you to feel hurt. It is normal for you to need to go through the grief cycle yourself and that those emotions are healthy. It is how you act them out in your life that can bring about some pretty raw consequences for you. So understand you can be hurt. You can feel all of that stuff. You can feel how unfair it is that these people went and because they broke up, your life now has to change. And I don't blame you. Hey, my parents divorced. They sold the family home. And at the age of 18, all five of us kids had to make our way in the
0: world. Is there a tendency or sometimes do these children of divorce have the desire to take sides with one parent or another?
1: They do. I've also seen that. And in fact, the studies I've read about, a lot of times the children actually tend to be loyal toward the parent that's the least functioning. And that's unhealthy. Understand you don't have to take sides. As adults, I recommend that you set boundaries, that you let your parents know that you love them both and you are not going to take sides. Refuse to enter into those discussions. That's probably the best thing you can do.
0: Does it help to find a good counselor as opposed to trying to sympathize with one parent or another?
1: In fact, if you can, urge your parents to get a good counselor. There's counselors, there's therapists, there's even life coaches. All of those people are available to help you work through the grief cycle and help you move forward with your life. And that's the most important piece of this. I want all of you to do what I did. Seek out assistance. I recommend a paid person, someone you pay, because they have to listen to you. They have the skills necessary to be able to help you work through your rage and anger and hurt and all of those things. But they want to see you become a more healthy you. Whereas friends and family, they may actually help keep you stuck in a particular emotion, usually anger and sadness. And that's just not healthy. It's not healthy for you, it's not healthy for anyone.
0: Is there anything specific that someone can do to make sure that they're not stepping across that line of siding with one parent or another?
1: Absolutely. As an adult, I think it's really important that you set boundaries for yourself. I do recommend ask your parents to not talk about the other parent in a disparaging way. Tell them that it hurts you to have them talk about the other parent that way. I also recommend doing what I did, which is in telephone calls, if they bring up the other parent and say something disparaging, say, please, I don't want to talk about that. If they continue to talk about it, then what I did is I simply said, look, we can talk about any number of other things, which I would love to spend some time talking to you. But if you're going to continue to talk about the other parent, I'm going to hang up. And then I did, if they continued to say another word, because it didn't take my parents very long to realize that they couldn't have those conversations with me. And I want you to know, it is good for you to set those kind of boundaries. If you set them with your parents, you're going to be able to set them in your personal life and in your future relationships. And setting boundaries is always good, especially if they're good, healthy boundaries.
0: Okay, a person has gone to a counselor, they've worked through most all of their issues, what's next in their life?
1: Well, the good news is, as an adult, you get to create your life and fill it with love all by yourself. You can find friends, partners, lovers, spouses, and children, and be a loving person. That's the best news. You don't have to continue to sit around and listen to your parent talk about how their marriage failed. And in fact, if you have parents who continue to want to sit in their pain, what you can do is make it clear to them they're not welcome to bring that pain into your space. And they're certainly not welcome to discuss it with your family and your children or your friends. That's tough love. It is difficult, but I'll tell you it is very rewarding if you set those boundaries because you're going to be able to breathe you're going to be able to have a space that's not filled with the pain of your parents' divorce. That's one of the best things that can happen in your life. You may or may not get there. It took me a large number of years to get there. There is a piece, and it really comes out of Alcoholics Anonymous and all the other training, which is the serenity prayer. I think that it still fits in your life, too. If you can feel some serenity about your past, I do urge you to forgive your parents for being fallible human beings, whether you do it in person or just in your heart, because they are just human beings and they did the best they could. If you do, let them know, if you can, that you accept them for just who they are. You may wanna consider letting them know ways that they shaped your life and the gratitude you have for the gifts they've given you. I sent a letter to my dad I let them know. I love the truth because you taught that to me. Don't necessarily expect an answer. If they're still wounded, you may not, but at least you can say to yourself, I feel okay with where we're at. Because that's the point you want to get to, certainly before your life ends. Because you don't deserve the pain that you're going through. You didn't ask for the situation, but you're accepting that the situation happened and you're moving forward. I will tell you that working through that pain and finding the grace to accept that you can't change your parents and just accepting it and forgiving them and being grateful for any good that came out of that union, it is going to bring you to a state of peace. I hope these words have given you some solace and comfort. I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. I know I've made a difficult transition in my life, and I know that my brothers and sisters have made a difficult transition. We did have parents who were very selfish and self-centered, and I say that in love. They did the best they could.
0: Anything else you'd like to share about that?
1: Just that I want every child of divorce to know you are lovable, and you are worthy of being loved.
0: Thank you so much, Susan. That is some sound advice and some very comforting ideas.
1: Thank you, David.
0: You are listening to Rise from the Ashes, the podcast channel that takes a careful look at all things having to do with legal procedure within the family law process. Rise from the Ashes is sponsored by Mundal Law, who specializes in assisting families and individuals through the legal process with respect, dignity, and caring. Mundal Law is dedicated to helping people to solve their legal problems. You can visit the Mundal Law website at mundallaw.com or call to schedule a consultation with one of their qualified family law attorneys. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters.